It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. It is Brew Ha Ha. Today, we're going to talk about sake and sushi. This is a, a story that I just I dreaded when I saw this in uh, the paper uh, yeah. back in May. The renowned Japanese chef Kanichi Ken, as he was known, Ken Tomonaga, the legendary owner of Hana Japanese Restaurant in Roner Park, died in May after a brief brief illness, and he was only 61 years old. That restaurant, as we have talked about earlier today, including in, in Clark Wolf agreed with me that it is the greatest Japanese restaurant in Northern California. It is, of course, Hana in Rohnert Park. And joining us right now is uh, the son of Ken Tomonaga, uh, Kita Tomonaga, now executive <laughs> chef at Hana. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Yes. It's a pleasure. I'm thank you. so sorry to hear about your dad, man. Thank you for your uh, kind words, and thank you for having me today. Um, uh, my name is Keita. Um, I am the oldest son of Ken, um, and uh, I grew up here my whole life uh, in Sonoma County, and I've uh, been cooking since I was uh, 19, and I am currently, uh, I have been the executive chef at HANA uh, for a little over a year now, um, and I am uh, taking on the uh, operation at HANA, uh, the day-to-day operation, and make sure that uh, his legacy continues through myself, my family, and my staff that we have right now. Give us a little history about HANA. Uh, how long? It's been around quite a while. Of course. Uh, yeah, so we opened the uh, restaurant in 1990. I'm born in 1991, so uh, HANA's always been the uh, first wow. child of my father. <laughs> um, always had a little rivalry with myself. And uh, he, the Hana um, opened with actually my uh, grandparents, his my father's parents' uh, generation. So I'm technically technically the third generation. Nice. And um, uh, we started as a very just small place, um, and uh, it was my grandparents. We they even started breakfast in the morning, thinking that the golfers would come because we had Foxtail next door. Right. And then um, we didn't get a single customer for breakfast. Um, so they tried a bunch of different stuff, and um, they just kept at it and persistent, and they kept serving the traditional stuff. Um, what they thought it was good um, and sooner or later uh, there's um, a lot of people and guests that started to understand uh, my father's flavors uh, Herlinda go ahead and uh, he's waiting for his sake <laughs> I oh, love the sake much. and yes. let's talk about the sake bar I yes. don't know of any uh, Japanese restaurant in our area that has something like this and it's been amazing and uh, I've been a fan for so many years, I used to work in radio in Ronard Park, and most of my lunches were at Hana, not yes. with sake, but with the food. <laughs> well, sometimes with sake. But, yes. but uh, you know, that restaurant is so amazing. Not Thank just you. the food, but uh, talk a, a bit about the sushi, I mean the sake bar. Uh, the sake bar, um, it's actually been a newer part of the restaurant. Right, um, right. If you've been there for a very long time, uh, you'll know that we remodeled the restaurant maybe about eight, nine years ago, and we extended the space to the right of the restaurant to open the sake bar, like you mentioned before. And uh, my father uh, started a uh, importing uh, sake as well, uh, visiting the small breweries in Japan, uh, making small uh, human relationships uh, as a chef 
staff, as an owner, and to all the brewers. And um, that's uh, we have the sake program uh, with a lot of limited stuff, uh, things to go with our food, and we have a great staff to be able to guide you through that oh, as well. And explain the staff that. is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, I mean, yeah. last time I was in with uh, six other radio slugs, as we uh, call ourselves. <laughs> I mean, we we just had a great time for many hours, and and the the people are so great, right? And so helpful. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing restaurant. And uh, what did you br- you brought some food? And we have to actually give a toast here before we actually taste. Yes, so, kampai. Kampai. Kanichi Tomonaga, Kensan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We. Oui. Kata, tell mm-hmm. us about sake for our listeners who may not be familiar with it. What exactly is it? Um, so sake is um, just it's rice, rice, right? And rice is the most essential part of the culture in Japan, Asia in general. Um, but they, uh, the harvest, um, the way they uh, harvest the rice, the way they grow the rice, um, and also how they ferment the rice to make the koji, the mold, how they um, per, uh, ferment it and to make these products is um, very, very intricate. Uh, it takes a lot of practice, obviously, knowledge, uh, tradition, and um, it's very cool, just like any other beers or wine or anything, that uh, every sake could be very, very different depending on the type of the grain, right. uh, where it's coming from, um, and that's why I brought this one. Uh, sake today. Yeah, just what because. is this one? So this is a special. This sake. is the one I'm taking home. Exactly. <laughs> so Harry, back off. <laughs> this is a sake called Wataribune, and Wataribune literally means uh, a a ship on sail that is on a journey, taking crossing the ocean or a body of water. But it's for in this case, this is actually the name of the grain that's actually been used to make oh, the sake. Okay. Um, oh. And it is an ancient grain uh, that has gone extinct one time. And the current sake maker right now, um, he is the one that found this grain in a seed bank, brought it back, and started making sake with it. Um, the cr- uh, conditions of growing this rice is very um critical it's very hard to grow so that's why it went extinct um but right now he is the only person in japan that has uh the right to grow this variety of rice the wataribune rice and make sake out of the rice as well so steve you get to take it home if you can pronounce its name (laughs) (laughs) i can sake so so one of the things reasons why so we have wine segments and people ask like like why would you have sake on Brewhaha, but it's not rice wine. It's actually brewed like beer, and a lot yes. of people don't realize that yep. you boil yeah. the gra- you know you boil you know like a wort, mm-hmm. and the koji he's talking about is like yeast, like you would use in beer. Yeah, it's more sim- similar to the brewing of beer than yeah, the making of exactly wine. Yeah, it's exactly in a lot of uh, ways. Even though it's called rice and wine, and the only sake museum in America is actually in Berkeley, the Shochiku Bai place where they make sure. the Shochiku Bai. Yeah, my daughters took me there for Mother's Day, but. Kenichi Tomonaga is who taught me about sake. Mm-hmm. And when he started doing his importing business, one day him and Stuart, who was yes. the only non-Japanese, one of only six non-Japanese sake sommeliers in the world, and the only one that didn't speak Japanese yes. they, yeah. that worked and for you guys. Yeah, he's producing his sake right now as is well. Is he doing it? Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Well, uh, Kita, yes. Kita Tomonaga yes. is the executive chef at HANA. His father, Ken Tomonaga, unfortunately passed away at just the age of 61 back in May. And uh, he was a brilliant man and, and really uh, 
took over from his parents and made Hana uh, the place that it is, which, again, I will say, I think is the best Japanese restaurant in Northern California, and that includes uh, anything in San Francisco or anywhere else. Uh, and so, it's still going, and that's what we want people to know also. The family is still yeah. doing it. So what did you bring? Uh, so today for a little snack, uh, I brought us uh, onigiri, which is uh, Japanese rice balls and a uh, very critical part of uh, Japanese people's uh, development in childhood um, as if a uh, student here is going to school and bringing himself a PBJ or turkey sandwich <laughs> to school. So are yeah. we going to get more adulty this way? Like Ex- a, like exactly. Yeah. And, and they're done with a lot of different options right? right the filling is what the part uh, is the part that could be the most flexible with what you've put inside the rice ball um you rub a little bit of salt on your hand wet your hands and you start forming these triangle rice balls uh you're with your preferred filling in the inside it could be vegetarian pescatarian gluten-free whatever you choose and uh i like my seaweed nori crispy so yeah, i kept it separate today and uh we could wrap up the uh the sushi uh, uh rice balls with the crispy uh, seaweed i believe you're open from tuesday through saturday now correct correct yeah we're uh looking for more staff um right now um if you know if there's anybody that wants to learn japanese cooking sushi or want to learn in a, a japanese culture uh we're looking for more people to work in the sushi bar kitchen in front of the house cool um and once we get more people we want to be open six days a week seven days a week and uh maybe possibly lunch or something again you know like we used to thanks for having me um and herlinda is uh, she's been a very close family friend of ours a uh, very very long time guest at hana forever and she's a um, very close friend to every human on the, <laughs> on the planet I, yes i exactly. still haven't stopped yeah. crying yes yeah and i'm glad that you know we i was you know my father had connections yeah to build these connections so we could meet together like this today i just want to make sure that everyone knows you know we'll continue to serve uh japanese food and um the legacy will continue so we're not we're not closing we're not going anywhere so uh just wanted to make sure all, everyone knows knows that's going on check right out on. their website hanajapanese.com for times and dates and all the information that you need to know all right we're back on the drive brouhaha with Herlinda and myself and our guest keita tomonaga from hana japanese restaurant in ronard park the brouhaha is brought to you of course by the folks at the russian river brewing company they want to welcome you back to the remodeled dog-friendly beer garden in windsor You can enjoy a beautiful Sonoma County sunset, a game of cornhole, or just kick back with an ice-cold beer. The Windsor Pub is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Stop by Russian River Brewing's 4th Street Pub in Santa Rosa for a cold beer and some tasty pizza. The Santa Rosa Pub is open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. for indoor and outdoor dining. Check out their website, RussianRiverBrewing.com, for more information and follow them on social media for new release updates and other brewery news. Keita, uh, the sake bar yes. is a big part of Hana. Yes. And we talked a little bit about the varieties of sake available or why yes. there's a variety of sake. Right. Talk about <clears throat> the varieties available at, at Hana. Uh, so we have just a very immense list that we get. We, it changes pretty often as well. Uh, sake could be very seasonal as well. Uh, if you want to, uh, depending on the season, uh, the fresh squeezed or the non-pasteurized sake and stuff, that could be more in the season during um, the the spring and stuff. Is that like the nigoris? Mm-hmm. Nigori or? and also the nama, nama sakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the, um, and the nigori is another one as well. We have, uh, we actually got a new sparkling nigori. Mm-hmm. Very good, small bottle that you could share with 
within maybe two to three people. Very beautiful. Um, but also the variety comes with our, our flavors on the uh, the menu. The food items is very uh, diverse. So we have some teriyaki sauce that is sweet and savory, very robust flavors that could go well with a bigger body. Just like wine, right? You want to pair a bigger body, bigger flavor, something to go with the bigger flavors. And um, we have the, uh, the Jumai Daiginjos, the more floral, more uh, bigger body sake to go with something to match those bigger flavors. And then when it comes to something clean like sushi, white fish, those kind of things, maybe something that uh, more is drinks a little bit lighter, uh, more drier, something to go well with the lighter flavors. So I think we have every kind of sake that goes along with the season and also uh, something to go along with uh, whatever dish you're enjoying at our restaurant. Yeah. So if you were doing like like the, the grilled steak that they used to do on the lava rock there with the onions oh, and stuff. Yeah, right, that's right, my right. favorite. Yes. Like, so what would you do with that? You would do a Jumai Daiginjo? Uh, I would say something Jumai uh, Daiginjo or Jumai Ginjo. Mm-hmm. Uh, something with a little bigger body. Um, I think in the U.S., people like to drink a little bit more Jumai Daiginjos because they're a little bit more floral compared mm-hmm. to the Yamaha and Jumais. And uh, if, if people are used to drinking wine, they enjoy with their smell, their aroma. So I think that's why the Ginjo, Daiginjos uh, tend to do uh, a little better and they're mm-hmm. more popular. Um, but um, something bigger, big flavor like that in the steak, something uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ginjos and Daiginjos will probably be better for them. And a lot of sake, there's some very savory sakes as well. My favorites are like this with like kind of melony, cucumbery, right. little honeysuckle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, there's ones that are like called after like rain and mount, you know, mountain lake and things right, like that. Right, right. Melted but snow. Melted snow, right, right, pearl yes. drops. But then, yes. but then there's Demon Slayer and things right. like that. <laughs> right. But there's also like the savory sakes. Mm-hmm. And those the savory sakes, uh, I personally like to drink them uh, not super cold sometimes like a lot of the times where if it's like if it's too cold just like um, maybe an IPA or wine where it's too cold you kind of miss these uh, tasting notes and these uh, flavored uh, notes so um I also one of my favorites is uh, hot sake actually uh, mm-hmm. a little bit change the subject as well but um, hot sake kind of had the reputation of like cheap sake in mm-hmm. the US you know mm-hmm. box sake and uh, before in Japan you know warming up sake before re- refrigeration it was a sign of hospitality towards the guests by warming mm-hmm. it up and that's why uh, hot sake is actually one of my favorites especially oh. during a cold winter mm-hmm. we uh, offered uh, premium hot sake uh, something that we offer at the time um, and uh, that changes uh, pretty regularly as well and um, I like you know like a baby hot bowl of you know japanese style soup mm-hmm. to go with the hot sake and uh something hot and hot to go well yeah, together so or a big hot hot a pot of hot, hot pot yes yeah mm-hmm. udon you know hot mm-hmm. sake would go really well with that i think nice. yes okay to give us your hours and location one more time uh our hours of location is uh tuesday wednesday thursday friday it's the tuesday through saturday uh for on tuesday through thursday four thirty to 9 uh last seating is at eight thirty, and also uh on friday saturdays uh from Four o'clock to nine o'clock yeah. as well. And, and you're right by Bear Republic and right next Mary's to Bear Pizza Repu- in the Doubletree Plaza there, right? Yes. Yeah. We've been there uh, for a very long time. All right. Our guest has been Keita Tomonaga from Hana Restaurant and the Sake and Sushi Bar located in Ronard Park. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for bringing these delicious treats and sake. And I know we will have you back soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And it was a pleasure to meet you guys.